People, this is take three of episode ten of <laughs> Tom and Kate Untethered. I keep fucking up the intro, but here we are, episode ten. We've made it. It took us a while, but we're here. I actually can't believe we made it to episode ten, considering how bad we are at remembering to do these. I know it's just the weeks fly by, and we've been doing a lot of stuff though. Yeah, my eyes and ears hate me at the moment, but it's okay. It's all worth it. We've been making a lot of music lately. Kate's been designing a ton of clothes for Bad Rebel. Which, if you haven't already, go check out Bad Rebel Brand on Instagram. It's Kate's new clothing company. And uh, what I'm working on is top secret, so none of you are going to hear <laughs> shit about that. What can that. I say, but I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, don't say a fucking I'm word. I'm scared to. Anyway, welcome to episode 10. As always, a huge shout out to those of you who are donating to the show. You're helping us avoid uh, the need to do ads that we feel a little cringy doing. So we're very happy about that. And as always, we've stated this in earlier episodes, but you'll only ever hear us promoting things that we genuinely love and care about, much like the song you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear more of at the end of this episode. The song is called 75 Cents. It's a brand new single by our good friends back in New Jersey, a great band called Ginmore, one of my favorite band names ever. I've told them that. Mm -hmm. They didn't believe me, but I (laughs) meant it. It's Ginmore. They're playing constantly. They're, They're all over the place over on the East Coast, so... Check them out on Instagram, check out the new single, follow them on Spotify, and if you can, go catch a show. Again, that song's called 75 Cents. They're really nice, too. And genuinely nice people, yeah. It's very rare that you find genuinely nice people in music, especially, I think, on a, like, where you're on a similar level. Right. With those bands, because it's like everyone's so competitive, and you're just sort of Mm -hmm. like, why didn't you just play sports instead? Right, (laughs) might as well. Get out of what we do. Yeah, so it's nice when you actually find genuine, real, authentically kind people in music. Um, And a huge shout out to those of you who are listening to the show, supporting Black Mansions, Bad Rebel, if you've supported our band together, 18th and Addison, which is no longer active, but thank you. Thank you also for <laughs> Constant. constantly reminding us and letting us know that our account got hacked. We know. Thank you so much. We hope that you hear this episode, though, and you guys just keep on reporting and block the account until yeah, we, Instagram. We're not able to get it back. We've tried. We're not worried about it. Yeah, Instagram has nobody to speak to either. It's yeah. pathetic. So. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, we don't care if they just delete the account altogether. It's just Instagram. I care more that they're bothering our, our friends and fans on there because, uh, yeah. like, that's annoying. That's why I'm hoping but that's they just why everybody the can just yeah, everybody just delete us or block them, whatever. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Go follow Black Mansions and Bad Rebel Brand. <laughs> that's instead. all that matters. Yeah, that's uh, let, let's get with the now and forget the past. Um, if you want to listen to it, though, the music is still on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> Um, so get us our one cent. Yeah, for, we would we would really like that penny, <laughs> that one penny per stream. Um, speaking of people who support us and our several endeavors, mm-hmm. um, today's episode topic was suggested to us by Instagram user. It's at dry eyes. That's an underscore in between dry and eyes, and that's eyes with a Z. So thank you, at dry underscore eyes with a Z. I like that name. Me too. It's a cool little yeah. handle. Thank you for um, participating 
in the show. Thank you to all of you who participate yeah. and send us stuff. We see all of them. It's just we're very slow with this stuff, as I'm sure you guys have already realized. But um, they suggested that we discuss fashion in this I'm episode. I'm excited. You can't see I me, but too. I'm like, I'm really excited about yeah. this. I'm excited about it too, but why don't you start? Because you're the one with the clothing company now. Well, I think we should dig into like, you know, our past fashion experience as like childhood fashion. Because like head to toe. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, because like we were we're '90s babies, and I know fashion back then was awful, <laughs> um, and just kind of like how we. Because that depends who you ask. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, us as kids, though, I remember being dressed pretty crazy which back then was normal we probably really stylish kids back then maybe but when i look back at pictures now i'm like oh my god like we wore that like everybody it's not even just like you know one particular Mm -mm. person but like i just remember the outfits being so crazy i'll sum mine up really really fast (laughs) from like up until i was able to dress myself i just looked like charlie from the santa claus (laughs) he's not kidding I did. There's actually a picture on my Instagram, and I don't post much on my on my feed, so if you scroll all the way down, you'll see a picture of me, my mom, and my sister at pizza night. <laughs> I look like Charlie from the Santa Claus and Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. And hair, too. Like, the hair, too. Well, that's what I'm what saying. It's identical. It, yeah. it was all the same. So I think we all, yeah. For the most part, trendy little kids. Yeah, like, I, I, like when you say that, I picture, like, little, like, like beige khakis tucked in shirt Probably. or like little turtleneck with your little hair and that little bolt, windbreaker bolt that had like random little dorito type shapes that were <laughs> yes, purple and green like the cups yeah like that weird styrofoam oh my god yeah i mean Not styrofoam like paper i know cups, what you're talking right? about yeah. the ones that have like that Fun, design like on it yeah i mean for me my childhood fashion i mean i've seen some pictures where it was like you said super colorful and weird and the socks were poofy thick. and thick and like weird um, but I really remember as a kid, like, always, and I still feel this way, but, like, feeling kind of, like, I don't know, I was always, like, a tomboy, I didn't really want to dress girly, but I was always in, like, Power Rangers stuff, and Devils, you know, New Jersey Devils gear, and I always felt, like, weird, because not every little girl was dressing that way, so fashion was always a little bit strange for me, and just, in general, that's why with Bad Rebel, I tried to, like, make it something that everybody can feel comfortable wearing whether you're a guy or a girl guy girl whatever like Like if you're a guy like the shirt would look good on you even if it was more so fitted for a girl well i i honestly i only have one thing up right now i have a few tank tops up right now where i had to choose like men or women's because it's just the way it fits yeah um but like i hate actually saying men's t-shirt or men's tank top or women's this because like i don't want anybody to feel like they can't buy a certain thing if it's what they like you know that's like, the thing is you can so that's the cool part like it doesn't matter yeah I it think, doesn't matter what it says everybody should just buy what the fuck they want but yeah i think more times than not I've, you've we've shared clothes yeah, several we should, times we at do. this point let's think everything probably but jeans and shirts because you prefer bigger shirts yeah like baggy clothes my stuff is like super tight yeah and then it's more like jeans i'm just tall as hell yeah jackets and yeah. hoodies but we love sure. sharing clothes but yeah i've never like from childhood, hats. like, yeah, definitely hats. Um, but yeah, from childhood, I never really felt, I wouldn't say like I never felt secure because it was actually really cool of my parents to just let me wear whatever I wanted as a kid. Um, but I, I guess I didn't know that that would carry on to like adulthood of me 
never really feeling like I fit in a certain way with mm-hmm. clothes and how I chose to express myself with clothes. Especially most people's need to keep up with fashion. Like, oh, that's not the seasonal trend. It's like, I just decided I'm wearing black all the fucking time because yeah. it's never... like, out. And you like it. Who and it's never out of style. Just right. wear all black and it's it's easy. Yeah. Um, that's really it. And I th- that, for me, started super young, too, because I felt the same way. I was surrounded by kids that, like, every day was gym shorts and like a tank top or something or like really stiff like blue jeans I remember Mm -hmm. wearing those for a while and like big like maybe like Adidas type shoes but like I wasn't into that at all I hated it I was always uncomfortable yeah that's it too like I wouldn't consider like it's funny because you know I have my own like clothing brand now and I wouldn't I wouldn't have considered myself like a fashionista or like interested in the actual like cool trends and whatever trends like I always were aware of them but like I myself wasn't like going out and making sure I had the coolest shirts or the coolest like you know jeans or or shoes like yeah like whatever's popular like I always wanted to be comfortable and express myself the way I felt Mm -hmm. best you know and it's weird because I was comfortable but I like I think I was also uncomfortable because I did feel judged sometimes about when you did try to follow yeah I did that too I when Air Force Ones yeah. were huge, like, all my friends were getting them. and Well, not all of my friends, but I kind of, like, was able to kind of flow in between mm-hmm. crowds my whole life. Like, I never saw a real reason to be, like, clicky. I always hated yeah, that anyway. That so I was always really fortunate to have friends that I really hung out with, like, my very true close friends that I still speak to, and, like, you know, some more often than others, where it was very much skate culture. Yeah. Which came up in that, like fifth sixth grade around there but a little bit before that it was also friends of mine where I was still sort of begrudgingly involved in sports I played basketball and I played soccer couldn't stand both because I hated people's attitudes in them coaches took stuff so seriously like as if we were getting paid I'm like dude I'm 12 (laughs) as if you're going to college next year (laughs) like as if he's gonna lose his job as a basketball coach which he doesn't get paid to do I know whatever it was just not worth doing so I stopped but when I was in kind of in that crowd I was still like somewhat interested I was like I'd like to get like Air Force Ones and I went to the store yeah. I went to like a it was like a Dick's or something like that or what are the other options what's the other option? Mo- it's not well, a Dick's here, like, in Jersey there was like Models, Mo- sporting, sporting Goods is that a Sporting Goods was one think so that sounds like <laughs> shows it shows how much i know i really sounds know. like it I had a bunch of canoes and shit i know so, exactly what you're talking about yeah <laughs> there's like a bunch of canoes and then like a treadmill yeah and then somewhere in there i thought there'd be air force ones but i bought the wrong <laughs> shoes and i remember i went to school the next day and i got ripped apart oh by everybody God. and i was like oh because they kind of looked like like tuxedo shoes huh. which i would wear tuxedo shoes every day right yeah. now but, like, it was just a weird thing, and I ended up getting ripped apart. I'm like, this is what I get for trying, so yeah. I decided I'm not going to try I think at, that, like, a really early age. I was like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. That's a good question, too, because I was going to ask, like, when did fashion really start to, like, enter your mind or, like, where you maybe started to think about it a little yeah. bit more? And I you're, agree. You're welcome for the segue, yes. Yeah, I think it was, uh, <laughs> I think it was, like, fifth or sixth grade when I when you really start to think more about it. Maybe not so much, like okay, I'm going to go ahead and change everything about myself because I was never like that either. I never really changed. I didn't I'm like that every six months. Yeah, <laughs> but it's because you like it. It's not because somebody's like, hey, Tom. Yeah, it's because I want to. It's because you yeah. want to, but I think at that age, you're also very impressionable. You're getting Definitely. older. You want people to like you, and it's like it's very easy to want to do those kind of things to fit in, 
so I think that's just kind of when I was a little bit more aware that I was maybe dressing differently or more comfortably than like what would be expected of you at that age or like what everybody else was wearing that was when fashion started to matter to yeah, you yeah I guess okay. I guess started to matter what made it matter I don't know like I said like, it's just when you're impressionable and you're like actually starting I know, to but think what about were you that. like getting that feeling from like what was it for you that you were seeing that made you go oh, I kind of care about this now suddenly there was that thing in your brain where I like that look of hair I like that jewelry I like that shirt yeah. I like those jeans I, I really, want all of that I don't really know because I mean in that at that age I was also like very into sports like I don't I was listening to starting to get into some of my favorite bands at that point too so I mm. think that might have been and how old are we at that was? point what like 11 12 I'm really bad at that. I probably, I mean, you're 14, you're in four, you're 14 when you're in high school. So, you know, you figure it's 13 or 12 while you're in an intermediate school. So sixth grade, yeah, 11, 12. So yeah, I was like, yeah, it was about the same for me. I was like, what, 12 years old, I started to really care. Well, Mm -hmm. it was probably even earlier than that because I remember getting my hair cut certain ways, like really being a baby about it too to my mom Mm -hmm. and dad. Like I was like, (laughs) I need to go get my hair cut because... Billy Joe from Green Day yeah. looks like this right now, or Sum 41 was huge, and then, you know, uh, in earlier episodes, I think in the episode where you interrogated me, I brought this up often mm-hmm. to where my uncle gave me that box of CDs, and him and my dad were sort of sharing music with me, and that also kind of started to come up where you see, like, the influence of the Pistols and of the Clash, yeah. and of the Ramones, and Rancid, and things like that, and all of that was like a... It was almost like sensory overload. Yeah. I couldn't keep up with my own interests. It was so crazy. Well, that's why I think, like, fifth and sixth grade, you're like, okay, cool. Like, I want to be liked, right? Like, you want people to like you and you want to make friends. But, like, I think seventh and eighth grade is where, for me, like, I started seeing a lot of influences. Because, like, mm-hmm. I was starting to get into Good Charlotte and, like, well, I was into Good Charlotte in, like, elementary school. But, they like, were huge they when had, it came to fashion and yeah, what they brought to the table with music. They had level 20. Billy music. had level 27. The Madden Brothers had, like, Made and then they had yeah. DCMA, I think, later on. So, yeah, like, those were the first. And I guess even back then, I didn't really think about that. Like, I wasn't running out to go buy those clothes. I just knew that those were theirs mm. but for me it didn't start to like really I, I, I guess I really didn't start to care as much about it until I actually heard about Pete Wentz's clothing line mm. which was um clandestine I think it was yeah, called clandestine industries or something but it yeah. never, that was never specific on the clothing. I never knew how to say it until like I mean I still don't even Clement, know that's right clandestine it could be so many different things selling oranges the whole time <laughs> But um, I remember seeing that, and that was, like, the first brand where I was like, oh, cool, like, he's a musician, and he could, he's doing this. Because at that point, I was a musician and really wanted to start doing that, you know, more. So that was where that really impacted you? Mm Because for me, it was the opposite. It was earlier. It was, like, seeing Travis Barker having famous stars and straps and Mark and Tom from Blink owning Mm -hmm. Atticus and Macbeth shoes and stuff like that. I was like, what musicians are making fucking shoes? Uh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and it was right up my alley. It, it looked like they kind of the shoes kind of looked like Converse, and mm-hmm. the T-shirts were kind of gritty, almost like a, I don't know. It was more like low fashion, which was cool because I could go into like a Pack Sun or a Hot yeah. Topic really quick and buy I can it. See that. You know, I it was mean, very accessible. Level twenty seven. I think I owned every shirt of level twenty seven. But see, I think it, it also is different. You know, depending on like like what you like I always felt like level 27 and the made stuff was just plain and like whatever it wasn't like, your style it wasn't my style made I mean it's not that it wasn't either. but I just like I didn't 
It's not that, like, they were ugly shirts. They were just plain black t-shirts, which just makes sense as to why you liked it. But, like, with Pete Wentz's stuff, it was, like, he had that cool, like, bat logo with the heart in it and, like, Mm -hmm. cool designs, different colors. He had, like, I remember he had, like, this red hoodie that I thought was really cool. Um, I think I even He made it, like, something so simple as hoodies. I know, I know. So that's so funny. So I don't know. That was kind of like the first, I guess, um, brand that I saw, and I was like, "Wow, this is cool. I could do this one day." And I don't even think I knew that I wanted to do it one day for sure. Like I knew, like I just liked that it was an option. That that was something that you know musicians could also do. Mm -hmm. That maybe you know I wasn't thinking. I think that's too. Like those guys, like all those people we just cited. Even Tim Armstrong from Rancid had, uh, uh, what was it called? He just ended it somewhat recently. I used to order stuff from there. Oh, Machete Manufacturing. Where he printed merch for everybody, like on Hellcat and Epitaph Mm -hmm. and things like that. So he was printing merch, but I know that obviously Machete had its own line as well. So Mm -hmm. I remember seeing all of that and knowing that these guys were also producing other bands. And they were also playing on other people's records. And I think that's why when I was, as I was getting older and growing up in music, when I was seeing people drop like flies out of trying to achieve success yeah as musicians or as a band or whatever i remember i was thinking i'm like why are they so surprised that we have to do more than just being a band I like know. we grew up <laughs> watching people who were doing more than being in just a band like yeah. even our fa- some of our favorite artists were managing our other favorite artists yeah. behind the scenes or writing their songs and it's just so crazy to me that that was ever a shock to people because just from the fashion aspect alone, I'm like, mm-hmm. you have to do other things, guys. Yeah, like, this yeah. is not surprising. And it hasn't been. They've been literally giving us a guide. Like, yeah, it was hustling like a, forever. Yeah, know? it was like hustling 101 when you come from nothing. Yeah. I think it depends so on the cool. bands you listen to, though. Because, like, we, we did listen to bands that were hustling like that. Like, there's a lot of bands now where, like, I don't hear I don't think anything, anything else, you know. Yeah. like Which is surprising because I feel like now bands aren't making like what they were making back it. then. It's, like, yeah. the easiest time to do it. I think also, too, the fashion the and music right now, at least from, like, the scene that we kind of just came out of, really, I feel at least like we've mm-hmm. exited it somehow. Um, in my own head but the way I view it is it's like the fashion of it is so almost basic you can just go get it anywhere Mm -hmm. right now the person pushing fashion the hardest is like Machine Gun Kelly and Mott's son yeah you know and it's speaking of 90s fashion it feels like that again like Mm -hmm. where someone's going out on a red carpet and it's like whoa what the where the fuck did you find that (laughs) I know it's stuff that I personally I'm not totally interested in it's a lot of colors and that was never really something I cared too much for I think I owned a red Mm t-shirt you don't even wear like a white t-shirt yeah no I just threw it over (laughs) we were watching an episode of Jack and Ozzy the detour thing and he's doing laundry Ozzy Osbourne is doing his laundry (laughs) there's a white shirt in his laundry and he goes the fuck is this and he threw it he's like get that away (laughs) from me I was like yes like so somebody gets it so if I'm gonna relate to anybody when it comes to a black t-shirt every day yeah it should be the prince of darkness yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's a good point. So like a few so style funny. icons, I think you mentioned, we mentioned, I wouldn't say style icons, but obviously any artists that we listen well, to. Well, there's people who are undeniably style icons, people who weren't yeah. even in music started copying them. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're, and just for the record, like me personally, I'm only going to be referencing like musicians because that's primarily who I was looking at for that stuff. Like there's actors and models and people that of course are more fashion icons and style icons and anybody that we might be mentioning but like for me it's such a obviously weird thing like it's such a weird thing to balance out and understand because it's like it all depends on who's 
being seen the most. Yeah. That's what's But in your world, thing. that's, you know, musicians for us. That was our, our yeah. life. Yeah, so, that's true. I mean, like we said, we said the we said Good Charlotte, but Benji Madden and Joel Madden, even now actually, are still very um, in tune with all that. Like, they, they design like all their own jewelry and their clothes. Do they? And, yeah, they do, do a lot of that. still? Yeah. That's um, cool. That's something I'd like to get into at some point. Pete Wentz. Um, Kurt Cobain was a big one for a lot of people that they don't yeah. realize because they thought he was just like this hobo but like think about all the people like you said Machine Gun Kelly now wearing clothes that you know Kurt Cobain probably would have worn well um, no I don't even think that actually I think Machine Gun Kelly's just he looks straight out of a 90s alt rock band that like uh, I don't know like a SR-71 or something with like bright red leather pants and whatever. No, I know what you're getting at, but I'm saying saying somewhere... Kurt, Kurt. though, like, he, like, Machine Gun Kelly's style looks expensive. Kurt Cobain's style was extremely inexpensive because it was just all that they had. Yeah. Same with Rancid, same with early AFI era and things like that. And then suddenly that became, like, sort of the forefront of, I guess we could say, like, pop culture, at least in the Mm -hmm. world of music and entertainment because everything was on MTV at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like then it became like, oh my god, these ripped up jeans and this baggy cardigan is like two hundred dollars because Kurt I did know. it. And I'm sure even at some point he was like now I can't get yeah, any. Yeah. Like now I can't go get it. You know, it's well so that's just funny. The, that's just what's funny about fashion trends in general. I mean think about all the funny stuff that's coming back now. Just even something as simple as like mullets. Like obviously that's hair. But mm-hmm. a lot of people consider hair and fashion to be very similar because it's obviously goes hand in hand with a lot of things. I think guys painting their nails more frequently. I'm noticing it a lot more, and I think that is also sort of attributed to Machine Gun Kelly because mm-hmm. he started really sort of making more risky looks yeah. common. And I, it's something I've been doing since I was in fifth grade. I used to color my nails with a Sharpie in school, yeah. and I just looked so dirty, but I was just like, <laughs> I wanted black nails when I played guitar. And then it's like, I still do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so crazy, and it, and I used to get made fun of for it. A friend of mine used to, and I used to get ripped apart for painting our nails. Well, yeah, because it's not like how it is now, where like everybody sh- should be open to just be who they want to be. Well, it's the people less, who used to make fun of us started judgmental. doing it once it yeah. became popular. But we were doing it when it was a thing. Like at the time, looking the way I look now was considered like. You're like so emo. Yeah. And now like every girl from my high school wishes they had like a tattooed emo boyfriend like the Kardashians. So yeah. you're just sort of like in this weird limbo thing where you're like, okay, so it's it's not that you never liked it. You were just being judgmental because it wasn't oh, yeah, popular it wasn't popular. yet. Well, that's just it. That's that's the that's why fashion is what it is. It's because it's... Somebody has to somebody make it has popular. To make it a group a of people have to push it. It's the same thing as a band. A band is everyone hates you and till they all love you and then it's like you get it to a point where you start seeing some bands everyone loves them and they don't know how to write music anymore but that's like no why fuel. i'm like so proud of like the fact that i mean you said you were you've kind of always been the same too once you found like your style it's like i've never really changed like how i've dressed mm-hmm. like even from the beginning of me just wanting to be comfortable whether it was uh, boys pajamas or not or, you know, going into 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, wanting to just wear jeans and a band t-shirt. Like, mm-hmm. I still do that. Now I just find things that I like more that are, like, still in fashion, I guess, but I just wear them maybe differently. Like, I love baggy t-shirts and baggy hoodies, and I like combat boots with everything, and I love leggings. And it's like, you, you see that, and it's like, it's not this crazy fashionable thing, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, out of fashion, but it's not the most, you know groundbreaking thing either but like I've always stayed 
very consistent with who I am, and I'm I'm proud of that too because well, it my is stuff easy up a lot. to like. I always tried things for sure. Well, no, it's okay to I try things. Not, but... I didn't want to not try certain things, but then I did get to a point where I was like, okay, now it's like I've looked like this for ten years. Mm-hmm. I've looked like this for six years. Whatever. That's different though. That's like okay, you're and gonna grow bored. and yeah. change. You know, that you happened obviously for me grow. when we were in 18th and Addison. We were on tour and I saw photos every photo I was in a black t-shirt and black mm-hmm. jeans and I was just sort of like this is stupid so I started doing the dressing up a little bit more on stage mm-hmm. and it added a whole new element to the show like I was more excited because I felt like I was like getting ready for something yeah. what I'm sure most people feel going to a wedding but I hate weddings mm-hmm. so like I felt that getting dressed up and going on a stage yeah. and playing that felt good as I knew like okay now I'll be able to tell this era from that era there's a point where I'm saying. like, I can't tell the difference of Little Parasites to Makeshift Monster. Yeah, that is a thing that a lot of people do now. Yeah, it's like the same guitars, the same outfits and everything, and you're just sort of like, it's so boring. Yeah. And then I eventually think... you do want to change, because it feels, it feels good to change it up. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember on the one tour that I did, I was on like a two-month tour, and this was like one of the bigger tours I've ever done, and I had a lot more people like interested in the band at the time, and it was like kind of an opportunity for me to like be myself express myself how I was and just like I was a little nervous about it because again I've not been like your stereotypical girl in a band or you know whatever and I remember going on tour and I was just like you know fuck this I'm gonna buy like these really big nerdy glasses and I'm gonna wear my beanies every night because it's just how I feel comfortable and all these kids started coming to shows starting to wear all that and I think that was probably That's the moment... That's when that stuff starts spinning. That's... Well, that was just going to say, that was the moment for me where, like, even though Bad Rebel wasn't, like, even a thought at that point, like, that specifically, and, like, that's my mission... That's not what mission, I meant when I said that. What I just meant was, like, that's when, what I was talking about before, where the concept of, like, style icon and not putting you in that same thing and making you sound arrogant or whatever, but in the sense of, like somebody sees you especially they were at that age that we were when we saw our favorite bands and we're like whoa i want to do that and there's a piece of me that thinks mom and dad aren't going to like it yeah and that's usually when it's the most fun i mean i was doing it was like i want to be weird i want these people to feel like if they you know if they're weird they're weird weird. it's okay yeah Yeah. and like i said sure enough they all started coming to the shows but what i was what i was getting at was like that for me is what clicked like i love my beanies these kids love it you know, I, at one point I wanted to start designing my own, like, frames, which is, like, I'm glad I didn't because I, I hate wearing glasses now. But um, Bad Rebel definitely kind of started still to... still need glasses. No, they'll always need glasses. It doesn't mean I like making them. Beanies. <laughs> you need beanies. You need Bad Rebel beanies. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, that was just, like, the start of where my wheels started turning of, like, one day I eventually want to do what Pete Wentz did. I want to be mm-hmm. in that position to where I could create clothes and, and things that will make people feel comfortable and you know, kind of embrace their weirdness if they are weird or just like maybe something different that they haven't tried yeah well you have to try stuff and even if it's like some people who are just it's like a passing phase like my emo days and they just get over their style and and whatever and they just feel like they just tried something while it was trendy and then they make fun of it later on I was going to say, it's okay to be like, that was a phase, but it's not okay to say it was a phase and then judge people who who still still, like that. Who actually are that, yeah, because that's awesome. Because some people don't grow out of those phases. Yeah, most people know who they are. (laughs) Not most people. Most people don't know who they are yet, but there are the few of us who have known known ourselves very well since we were young, like Mm -hmm. very young, 
And our parents weren't, well, yours were, my parents were not cool with my fashion choices for a very long time. It took a long time to mm-hmm. finally cement, like, okay, he's actually, this isn't just, like, a cute thing for him. Like, yeah. this is, like, he's actually doing that. Like, and that he's I mean, don't get me wrong, anyway. I did later on, like, I'd get comments when I'm leaving, like, you're gonna wear that? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, you know, like I mean, that that's kind of stuff comment. still happens. That's a comment, but it was never like, oh no, you're not leaving the house looking oh, like yeah, that. No, I still, and it's like anytime yeah. I, I heard that from like anybody's, I was already hearing it from friends mm-hmm. because my friends were terrified to try new things. When skinny jeans were happening, it was like girl pants first. Oh yeah, God That was forbid. the one thing that I didn't get into until a little bit later because I was actually terrified to even ask to go to the store yeah. and get them because I was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to get ripped apart for this Yeah. from like like at home, not at school because yeah. I was like, at least my Which friends at school works, would be cool it? with it. Well, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like at school, you didn't feel like you could totally be yourself because, and then you start trying to kind of make fun of the thing to make yourself feel better about it. And then you're like, why am I mocking it? I yeah. want to do it. It's just I'm afraid to do it. And then, you know, finally I was like, fuck this. And I started to. And it's been kind of the same ever since. I just buy weirder mm-hmm. forms of skinny jeans now. Yeah. And I buy weirder forms of jackets and shirts and stuff. Like, I like to try to find the one thing that maybe someone else would look at and be like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get that. Right. But that's the thing is that like, you should get to that point. And back to what you were saying before about the weirdness factor, it's like, some people are like, oh, I don't want to do that and like have people think I'm weird. It's like, I would rather just embrace it yeah, and just move on. Like, who cares? At I've that always point. felt like that. Like, I mean, there's been times, and this is nothing against your, your family, but like you have a lot of like female cousins and stuff. And I've gone to family things where like they've been all dressed up in like, <laughs> what do you call those things? That, like, oh. I don't even know what they're called. Like, uh, it's like a one piece thing. I don't even know what it's called. Um, Unitard. No, what is it called? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But they they were wearing like kind of like they all happen to show up in the same thing because that's just like you know how they like to dress and, and like the trendy thing. It's a trendy it's there, thing. So yeah, like let's and they're comfortable that. in yeah. that, of course. And mm-hmm. I just I don't dress that way, so I'd get there and I'd be like, oh shit, like I look like a freaking slob. But that's but the that's thing me. too. Not that they're like I'm this. I'm a slob. <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> I'm just kidding. But not that they're like this. But it's like there are people who are who. They would. They will all look the same. There's like a group of twenty something, thirty people in this corner, all looking identical, mm-hmm. judging the one person who looks different. Oh, yeah, but the one person who judged. looks different is not judging you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying they do. I'm saying in general, there's that happens. That's how it goes. No, it's like there's that group of. It's a giant just cloud of insecurity yeah it's this thing like people love to say when they get like one tattoo and they share a meme they're like the difference between tattooed people and non-tattooed yeah. people is people with <laughs> tattoos don't judge others who don't have them and it's like you got a, like a butterfly yeah. <laughs> let's wait a minute like before you start making the statements but i get where you're coming yeah, from yeah. and i love it because it is true it's mm-hmm. like i don't care that you don't have tattoos yeah you shouldn't care that i do and that's that's changed a lot these days tattoos are like extremely common now to a point yeah, where they're almost, you almost not don't even want fun. to get them anywhere yeah. yeah they're almost not even fun but it's a matter of you know it's it's a funny thing i guess to me that the, mm-hmm. like, depending on it depends on where the fashion is i'm sure now it's going to be even less when you're seeing like again machine gun kelly travis barker all mm-hmm. these guys in well travis has always been but like in like tabloids and all mm-hmm. over like reality tv right now where it's blowing up yeah it's not gonna it's pretty soon it's not gonna be as it's just know, like taboo. every every guy that wears a leather jacket is going to think he can reel in somebody 
as hot as Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Megan Fox would have hated me in high school. <laughs> Maybe. I remember I went to I the know, VMAs and know. you were like texting. I think you were talking to my dad or something. And I you was. were just like, T- if you see Megan Fox, tell, tell her, her I love her. her. <laughs> that was like if way any of you out there together. see Megan Fox, tell her I love her. <laughs> so funny. I don't think she would have hated but Maybe Jennifer- back then. Maybe no, her right. style changed. Yeah, don't even bring up all your girl crushes. There's, the list is too long. Not that long. <laughs> Margot Robbie, Jennifer. Margot Robbie's <laughs> like top of the tier though. Now she's yeah. Well, because Robbie. her accent's super hot too. I feel like yeah. she is. She's the hottest out of those three, at least. And she's just cool. She's not like out Hillary there all the Duff. time. She's well, everybody yeah. agrees with that. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into a, our celebrity crush episode another time. Um, <laughs> It'll be a really short episode, like two. <laughs> no, but fashion is a weird thing. I'm. I've, like I said, I've always had this, like, not love-hate relationship, but this weird thing where, like, I'm not the most fashionable person, but I love what I do now, which is creating designs and clothes that make people feel comfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to create a line that I wish existed when I was younger to where, like, Mm -hmm. it could just be whatever I want. And that's the cool thing about Bad Rebel, too, not to get on a whole tangent, but, like, (laughs) we are, like, a customized, like, it's, it's a customizable brand, too, where, like... You're going to be able to pick and choose a thing that makes it just you. Like, that's what you're going to... You're going to be the only one in the world that has that specific thing. You were telling me about that. I remember thinking that was the coolest aspect was the fact that you were almost putting the company in the consumer's hands as opposed to you making all these decisions and that's all it's going to be. Obviously, in the beginning, you got to do what you got to do. But then when you can figure out how to get it to a thing where... I can go on there and be like, oh, I love that hat, but I wish it was pink and mm-hmm. had this giant safety pin in it and it was just the logo and, and not the name or I wish yeah. it was just the name. And you have a thing that you want to do. It's like, you can do that. Yeah, I'm going to send you available. a pink hat with the toolkit to do whatever you want. Like however you end up going yep. about it is it's actually embracing creativity for the person. So it's like you actually mm-hmm. have like a it's a cool thing where you can have a piece of what it is. It's not just what you see is what you get. And that's that. Well, yeah, because like you said, you might want a pink hat and I might just, or I might want one safety pin and you might want 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can make it whatever you want. You, I, I'm just really interested in seeing, you know, how it, how it progresses because I have That's so many thing. cool I ideas. Think just fashion in general, it does play a major role in so many things. It's a major role in every movie you see. No character in a movie is dressed the way they're dressed by accident. Nobody's yeah. hair color or style is an accident it's there to accentuate the character it's the same thing with music and that's been going on since the Beatles and the Rolling Stones it's Mm -hmm. like you're supposed to understand that it's or maybe not understand that but it's supposed to do something to like your psyche a little bit so like there's a there it it all has to kind of match and I think that's something today that bothers me a lot about fashion and music is the fact that it's like it's lazy it is really lazy yeah aside from the people I've already mentioned a few times is it's like there's just Mm -hmm people no one really pushing boundaries in a way and it's not like i'm speaking from like a black t-shirt standpoint like that's everything but there are still people who are surprised by it which mm-hmm. is a strange thing and i, I just, mean i'm wearing weird funny pants right now i got like black jeans with like patchwork all over them but mm-hmm. like it's because it's like i found a company i i think it was boohooman wasn't mm-hmm. it boohooman or whatever i found them and it was like that was awesome for me mm-hmm. converse giving you the customizable option similar to what we were just talking about with your thing is it's like putting that in my hands made me feel good because it was like sweet yeah. i get these their jeans and that's normal yeah cool 
but having patchwork all over them, that's not yeah. normal at all. And they're skinny. Awesome. Like, they're, like, like very tight, very comfortable, still flexible. And then the shoes, they're, like, because now Converse are actually comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't like, always been, I feel like. No, it took forever. <laughs> but the CX series, like, that's been, like, my thing now. But it's that and boots. And I got into Chelsea boots for a little while, but yeah. I'm been over that for like what three years now i haven't worn them you just ordered new boots so we'll see if you like them but not the chelsea boots i know just the chelsea like boots started like they they started okay and then they started to like spread like to a point where i'd walk i'd feel like they were like slippers yeah so i'm over that it's, well quality is a big deal too i mean i've well, done tons huge, of research yeah. it, just alone with bad rebel like what is the most comfortable hat but it's also subjective it's like you might like an acrylic hat and i might not you well, might we've like been it doing to be that since merch with our band, and yeah. even now with like Black Mansions, Spags and I are very picky about what we put out because I don't want anyone to get something that's uncomfortable or yeah. something like the crop top hoodie, the one that you bought. Mm-hmm. I hated that after you washed it, it started to curl up at the bottom like a yeah. cheap Halloween costume. So like, we just shut down the website and we're like, we're gonna just wait until there's better designs yeah. because I don't want people spending money on something and then that's my biggest you know, thing. Especially nowadays, money. there's still some people who are out of work. There's, like, people who are, like, or maybe they're not out of work, but, you know, buying that one piece of clothing every so often is a big deal to them. It's, like, if that just so happens to be our hoodie, our t-shirt, yeah, whatever. I want you to feel good about your choice, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. I wouldn't want to be, like, I, I want it to feel worth it. I want it to make your day. I want it mm-hmm. to be something that you, like, are super excited to get instead of, like, you get it and you're, like... Eh, okay, I'll wear this for a week and yeah. then. You and know, I think whatever. that's the stuff that mentality is what separates people who should be. We were just talking about this earlier. Who should approach entrepreneurship, and people who shouldn't, because yeah. there are some people who maybe just stay in the lane of purchasing and supporting. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's extremely admirable, and it's actually the easier route. The entrepreneurial route is extremely difficult, and it can be very painful. And can sometimes tarnish your love for what you're doing. And I think with the accessibility mm-hmm. of creating fashion, making music on a whim, like just on a computer or on a phone, it's all well and good. But then it's like, you know, people are upset when they put it out there and it doesn't explode in a week. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's how you can tell. It's like, do you think that it was easy for anybody? Yeah. Especially fashion? Well, that's the thing with the and internet, music, too. Is there two things that there's plenty of? No one needs it. Like, what about yours is special? Like, you got fashion and then you've got music. Neither one is really like necessary to people when they already have a whole entire catalog of stuff they need. They they already love, so it's like okay, what makes Bad Rebel special? What makes your band special? What makes your shoe company different from Nike mm-hmm. or whatever? And I think that's a thing many people don't think about right now because they just want to bite the entrepreneurial. Trend. Well, the internet makes it seem that way because you can make anything look easy on the internet. I mean, there's so many people that think that. All of these influencers that are posting certain brands and wearing these clothes, it's like, you know, that it's just, they're doing it because they, you know, just like it. And it's like, they are doing it and putting out that stuff because, one, it benefits them, and two, it's like, they work their asses off to make it to where that celebrity can wear that. It's not just something as simple as, like, wear my shirt. Like, it's (laughs) it's not easy. They're like, I got one. I'm wearing one right now. It, but the internet has just definitely made it to makes people seem like it's like you can just post something and it blows mm-hmm. up when it's just that's really not the case yeah i mean that's the thing too is it's like even everything up to like jewelry um that's has it that hasn't been too strange for i think 
guys to buy jewelry in a long time. That's never mm-hmm. really been, even since, again, back to the age of, like, Keith Richards and stuff like that. Having that giant skull ring was, like, a badge of honor. You know, it's like you had to earn that. You looked at that and you were like, oh, I got to earn that. I can't just go get that. Yeah. You know, you got to feel like you really deserve that in order to wear it. And I think that's the thing, too, is kind of finding clothes from people that and at least if you have the eye for it and the passion for it like we do even though i probably from a distance don't look like i care about it i do yeah very picky about the type of hats i have everything so it's like when you're in that position it's like you are looking for that thing it's like okay what looks like i need to really earn that you mm-hmm. know it's like what like what makes me feel that way at least even if that's not the the case yeah i want to feel like i can't wear that yet you know, and then when I finally get like when I finally started buying rings and finding companies that I admired, I was like, "This is great!" So I was happily promoting them on my social media, to where then it was like, "Okay, now I'm hearing from them mm-hmm. about stuff, and now I'm hearing from my favorite coffee company. Now I'm hearing from this clothing brand I bought jeans from a few times and promoted, and now it's a thing for me, and that's cool." But it wasn't like I was just not offering anything either, you yeah. know. So it does kind of it's a cool situation but you also have to be kind of okay with the fact that you could go post about it and no one's gonna give a shit that's fine you know it's just like you share it because you like it like we do on the show we share music that we like from people that we like and so on and so forth it's the same with fashion it's the same with if we're gonna co-write or collaborate with another artist or a songwriter or something it's like we have to admire everything Mm -hmm. and i think that all kind of boils down to one thing and it's when it comes to fashion it's the same deal it helps you tell your story it's expression self-expression yeah it's another extension of it just like tattoos except mm-hmm. you can change the clothes yeah <laughs> you might want to buy clothes instead of getting tattooed if you don't know what you want <laughs> i've yeah, seen so don't... many people getting their tattoos removed <laughs> i was considering the blackout I'm, i want to do it around my current tattoos because i do like all of my tattoos even the one i'm looking at currently that reminds me of a band i wish i didn't do but isn't it crazy even at that point i don't really regret that either nowadays i don't i've thought about it more often and i've actually doing this show has helped me think about it more Mm -hmm. in a positive way it's just funny too like people wouldn't consider blacking out your arms a fashion thing but that's a huge thing oh yeah there's tons of people that are so quick too they they get their necks tattooed and it brings out something in their clothing like Mm. something as simple as a haircut i mean i've just chopped all my hair off recently and clothes look different with different haircuts. Yeah. So people forget that hair and tattoos and jewelry and all of that really does kind of affect your fashion. Not affect it, but it, it contributes to fashion. It does, yeah. And it's a cool way to sort of let somebody know a little bit about you before you even speak to them. And yeah. in our case, as musicians and releasing music and things like that, I mean, not so much with a clothing brand because it's not like you're in every photo yeah, wearing them yourself. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> you're not. But I'm wearing my own shit and right it, now. <laughs> and, but it's like it's comfortable and yeah. yeah. But like for for uh for Spags and I, for instance, it's a way for us to sort of say, this is kind of who we are before you even listen. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. how many times have you opened up an alternative press magazine when you were a kid, and been intrigued by the band in the magazine before you even heard them? Mm-hmm. I was like that with Jameson Parker. Do you remember their album cover? Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing. I don't. I can't remember who was who because like they. I only had that one record, but like the the dude who looked like Robert Smith. Mm-hmm, was I was like, like right. I was like, this is That's this band's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like right away, and I remember begging my dad to drive me up to Red Bank to go to Jack's Music Shop because I'm like, I think that yeah. they were the only place I knew would have it, and they did. 
And it was actually, the music was opposite of what I expected seeing him. Because I was the era yeah. of, like, My Chemical Romance and stuff. So I thought it was going to be a little bit heavier. Darker, yeah. It's well, like, it was still kind of dark, though. Look at me now. The lyrics were dark. It was, like, the <laughs> I definition know, the way it sounded of, wasn't, like, yeah, as dark as you would think. It was yeah. mostly acoustic. But yeah. it was so cool. And it was only two people. And that's kind of funny, considering pretty much every band I've done now has been two a people. duo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, it's some, crazy, it's actually. Just, dawned on me as you were talking about like bands and stuff and it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because and this is not to talk shit at all because this is just something i've observed it's like anybody who is a fan of my chemical romance cannot say that they were not intrigued by that band strictly based off what they look like not only because of what they sounded like but their their image right yeah. like they had that was their thing like they'd go out in the makeup and the you know the the suits with the black and with the red ties and everything and i'm so curious to see if like because obviously that was our generation. That's what we saw. That's the Mike Hem that we knew. Yeah. Now they're going out on stage and they look like kind of like normal dudes without, you know, like they're not dressing yeah. up anymore. They're in jeans and a t-shirt or whatever. And I'm wondering if like any new kids that like see them for the first time, if their attachment to that band is going to be different. Same. Yeah. Because it's like a totally different vibe. It's like they're still great and they're still playing the same songs. But, like, is it as intriguing? Do you want to rebel against your parents and go listen to that <laughs> because the dudes are in makeup and, like, cool clothes? Like, yeah. I'm really curious as to how that, like, that would be, like, such a cool science project <laughs> yeah, to figure cool. out. It's like a, psycholo- <laughs> a test of psychology. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I thought about, too, when I was seeing some of the videos and the photos because I'm a huge MCR fan and I love looking at, like, kind of keeping up on what's going on. I've noticed Gerard's the only one that's really been trying. changing it up. Not trying. I think that's the beauty of the situation is they don't have to care anymore. They don't. And that's, like, what people seem to Like, forget. they can just be them now. Yeah. They don't have to be the... He doesn't have to dress up anymore. But the other night, he went out dressed like a straight-up clown. <laughs> like a yellow one-piece suit with the little fluffy things. Yeah. Like, that. I thought that was so funny. And then the next night... I don't know if you even saw this. I sent this to Spags because I was like, I'm stealing this one day because mm-hmm. it was so cool. It was like this giant drapey jacket kind of thing. I didn't see that. Man. Giant hood. And you, I wear those around the house constantly, like really long hoodies. And he's wearing one that was even bigger, sleeves and everything. Looked so like, like a trench coat no, looking thing? No, not even. Cooler. And wow. a giant hood and his entire face was white and black. Oh, like cool. He looked like a skeleton, but... It was nothing that you'd ha- you haven't seen him maybe experiment with, but it was darker. It looked more like yeah. a like a, a. It wasn't like black metal, but it looked closer to that yeah. or something you'd see in some crazy horror film, or like The Crow or something, but mm-hmm. like different still to a point where I was like, yes, you know, something so simple as that. Yeah, but and then it does there's people make the who songs sound different. It's but then crazy. there's people who don't care at all. Like I know. some people can go see a band and give a fuck what they're wearing. Yeah, like I mean, me pretty don't in particular, like I. I don't care. Like, I didn't care what Good Charlotte was wearing. Like, when I went and saw them, I just wanted to see the band play. Like, I know I wasn't at But one tell me point... you wouldn't be bummed, though. Let's uh, let's put this <laughs> into perspective real quick. Black Mansions finally goes out and plays our debut show, mm-hmm. right? Spags and I went on stage in cargo shorts and flip-flops, <laughs> and I had a blue Hurley shirt on or something, and, like, a backwards red baseball hat. But that You'd be would like, be what are you doing, dude? That would be disappointing because, like, all your promo is, like, you being dressed cool. Like, sure, there's but what bands if it wasn't, that really What if don't. it wasn't, though? What if it was our music and I was up there looking, like, See, early I, 2000s Blink-182, you know? I get that it doesn't match, but I don't necessarily think it'd be, like... I wouldn't be like, oh, like, they came out in that if that's, like, what you've always worn. 
You wouldn't like, see that though bands... and think like, man, you guys, you guys are a little lazy, huh? Like you couldn't think of, they no, couldn't do something I, I to complement the, the music. I personally would. Okay. But there are people who like literally don't care. They just think you're hot, or they don't care because they just like the well, music. Well, they're right. <laughs> they're right about the hot. No, but it's like that's like a real thing. Like. <laughs> Just like certain people don't give a fuck what your lyrics are. They just like the way the music sounds. Yeah, and if it's catchy, that's all well and good. That's awesome. I think that's great. I'm just saying I do think that a big part of it is that. Yeah. It has to match. It has to fit the music. It's like Sugar Ray, for instance. Yeah. Only Sugar Ray could get away with going on stage looking like Sugar Ray because they sounded like a band that just did not care. Yeah. They were just, they didn't care about what they looked like at all. It was like, oh, they were just enjoying being in a band. I think we also look at things as musicians and entertainers. So, like, there's people that don't have any connection to the two. Like, I there's like, not. I, I'm the opposite, though. I, well, because you're a musician often, and an entertainer. No, I'm, more often I'm looking at it from being a kid finding my favorite band. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, what, I want to be my favorite band when I was 12. So yeah. I'm like, how can I create that? And everything I do now, I'm like, okay, would let's say 14-year-old me. Would 14, 15-year-old me, who's just starting to get into the local bands and playing shows and finding his, his look that he's proud of and feels good going on stage like and is connecting with other people who maybe, like I was at that age, are afraid to do mm-hmm. because they're afraid of the judgment at school or from their friends or from their mom and dad. Like, you know, it's like you kind of think about that. Mm-hmm. And so far, yes, like I've been like, cool, yeah, I'm doing everything that yeah. 14-year-old me would be proud to see me representing. But yeah, it's like I always think of that kid all but the that's time. like back to what I was saying about MCR. Like I'm curious as to like the yeah. average kid now too, because also kids are different now. Like their attention span and like uh, honestly overall like care for things is I feel like a lot. Like their expectation and standards are a little bit yeah. different. Like they they might be different. I mean, there's don't get me wrong. There's it's just always going to be so big it doesn't matter. Yeah. People are just like oh my god. There's always going to be back. people who either care a lot or don't care at all, and there's people mm-hmm. that are gonna. Like, and I mean this for, gen- like, generationally, like, it's like, you can't sit, just like we hated when people were like, oh, you're so young, you don't know this band, and it's oh, like, we knew all those bands. that, yeah. You know, it's the same thing, like, they might be like, well, don't want me into the fucking crew. Oh, this crew. is way before <laughs> your time, this is so the Everly not... Brothers, it's like, dude, Yeah. you think music just stops when you're I done know. listening to it? So I don't mean to, like, put those people in that same, like, judgment, yeah. of course, but... When it does come to fashion and music, again, that's kind of primarily what we're talking about right now. There's obviously more to all of that. I just think it's pretty interesting that there's people who really care what a band looks like, and it could potentially make the band bigger and more interesting. And then there's bands, like, think about a lot of the pop punk bands. Like, you know, some of them really just go out in, like, bathing suits and tank tops and, like... That's what every dude going to their show is wearing because they think it's cool. Right. You know? So, like, that's, like... But to me, I would see that and I'd be like, okay, like, I wouldn't have done that. I, that's I not as cool as I would want you to look <laughs> as yeah, a fan. Yeah, I want to see a band that looks unified. But, like, I, I like to see a band that when I do go see them, I can't tell... Um, or I can tell the band, the band from the audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to know. Like, uh, that's why I still, to this day, I love AFI so much. That's why I love Creeper. Mm-hmm. Creepers to me right now the best band out there because it's everything. It's the music is great, the rec- the recording quality is phenomenal, the songwriting is like on a completely different level <clears throat> than everybody else right now, and their look is so cool. Like, and it's yeah. not something that's been hasn't been done before, but it also hasn't been done to death to a point where it's still like fuck yeah, they get it, you know. Yeah, I agree. That's a cool band. Yeah, 
but in I don't all, know. all senses of the world. Yeah, it's just it's cool. All this stuff is fun, and it should be fun. I think clothes should always be exciting and fun because they're they're always changing. It's just like yeah. Music, music should always be exciting because it's always changing. And if you're not changing with it, you're probably having a miserable time. And if you are, I've been there. I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. So it is nice when you do change it. There's this liberating feeling, just like there's a liberating feeling if you've had hair down your shoulders your whole life and you shave your head. Yeah. Or the opposite. You've always had short hair like me right now and mm-hmm. I'm growing it out. There's a nice feeling where it's like... Yeah, I felt like that. I felt you know, like you let a breath out. You're yeah. kind of like, even something so stupid, so yeah. simple. Dyeing your hair a crazy color is, it feels good. Like, if it makes you happy, do it. wear the weird fucking jeans. That's what I was going to say. Like, do whatever you want to do. It's so much more fun. So I think in closing, just embrace your weirdness. If you want to dress in a sweatshirt and that's how you're comfortable and that's how you like to leave the house, do it. If you are super into high fashion, do it. If you want to listen to bands that wear bathing suits and tank tops, do, do it. it. And if you like a band that goes all out wearing makeup and whatever else, just do it. Just follow what you love. And don't be afraid to be judged for it because I've people always gone anyway. back and forth with that anyway. Like yeah. caring what people think but also not at all. It's like this weird push and pull and, you know, whatever. But That's the worst thing is when you're in the shoes that we're in where you're trying to, like, sell your music and you're trying to sell clothing is it's like... I don't care what you think, but I really hope you like yeah, this. Yeah, I hope you like it. <laughs> you know, that sucks. It's such a weird thing to be in. But if you're not in our shoes like that, where you're not trying to, you know, maintain a career and your passion, mm-hmm. um, you know, then just keep in really thoroughly enjoying it and having fun with it. Change it all the time. Mm-hmm. And then go back to it later and see if you still love what you used to love. You yeah. know, that's the best part. I've gone back to bands from ever like that I used to think I hated as a kid mm-hmm. and they're some of my favorite bands ever right now yeah so it's a cool feeling and then you end up you know adding on to who you are as a person it's great yeah all right I think that sums it up yeah at least we hope so if we didn't <laughs> answer any questions ask us in the comments section of the podcast on Spotify um, you could obviously always DM us as well keep sending us suggestions for shows check out Jin Moore. And they're single. 75, 75 cents. <laughs> and also, um, if you were, if you or a friend of yours is also in a band that you would potentially, or would like to hear potentially <laughs> featured on the show, send us some Spotify links uh, in our DMs on at uh, untetheredpod on Instagram. We'll check them out. And if we like what we hear, we'll ask for a little bit more information so we can help spread the word and yeah. share the music. Because we don't want to just keep using our own music. That'd be kind of douchey right yeah definitely it's like odd (laughs) douchebags first couple episodes are all right now we just look like egotistical yeah now we're trying to figure it out and then we'll get to the visual and then we'll get to doing interviews yeah having guests and things like that all right cool we're gonna go hang out with our dog thank you bye i'm walking down the street